Welcome to the Dewhawk Digest, the podcast for all things Loras College. In this episode, alumna Sarah Squires joins me as we talk about her Loras experience, her career at Univision, and what it means to be a member of the Loras College Board of Regents. I'm Robert Waterbury, Assistant Director of Campus Communications, and I'm pleased to be joined by Loras College Regent and Class of 1989 alumna Sarah Squires. Sarah, welcome to the Dewhawk Digest. Hello, it's great to be here. Hello, everybody. Hello, Robert. Can't wait to get the conversation going. Yeah, the conversation all about you. And I, and I, I appreciate you taking the time. This is, it's even trickier, you being in California, me being in Iowa. So we've got a couple of time zones to navigate too. So I really appreciate you kind of helping me coordinate and make this make this possible. No problem. All right. So, so you're currently Senior Vice President of Business Development at Univision, and that's a company you've been at since 2009. So you've established a really impressive career and one that I definitely want to talk about, but not yet. Okay. <laughs> so because we're, <laughs> we're going we're gonna to travel back in time first, and we're going to talk about Loras College, so your Loras experience. And yeah, work your mind a little bit. Think back to what brought you to Loras in the first place. Yeah, so since we're going back in time, that means I weigh less and my skin looks better. Um, yeah, you know, I, my sister Susan went to Loris um, and went on to, um, to uh, medical school at Georgetown. And it was really through, I think it was Little Sister Weekend when I got to come up and I think we're, we were in Ben's Hall, I think. Um, and I got just to see how familial the, the, the campus was, the people were, how kind the community was. And, you know, coming from a small town of like 2,500 people, I wasn't comfortable, right, with crowds of people or large classrooms or anything like that. And Loris felt like that nice warm blanket that still was going to be a push for me. And that weekend is really what solidified it for me. Being um, in her community, seeing um, uh, some of the spiritual leaders on campus and how she would walk by and they knew her name. Um, you know, it was just, it just was so comforting to me. And it also wasn't far away from home, but far enough away from home. Sure. So did you have any thoughts of any other schools? You kind of knew at that point, you know what, this is probably where I'm going to go. I did. I, I actually did not have any other schools in the queue. Um, this is where to go. Um, and I knew I didn't want to go out of state. And my parents told me I could go anywhere I wanted to. And Loris was my decision. Nice. So, so when you came to campus then, you, so as a student, your first year, you come in, what was that experience like? Did it kind of match up? Did it, it, did it exceed your expectations? What, what was that first year like then, knowing what you experienced through your sister? Yeah, you know, it, ex it exceeded my expectations. I think one of the best things about growing up in a small town in Iowa, you know, with a small high school, is everybody kind of has to do multiple things, you know, multiple activities in order for things to actually happen. And what I loved is, you know, I ran track in high school and I was in music in high school and, and um, you know, played the trumpet and, you know, was able to be in chorus. And I love the fact that I could come to Loris 
and expand those things that I already loved without giving them up, um, but honing those skills at a greater level with greater, you know, leadership and rigor. And so that's what, I mean, it, it totally furthered my expectations because what I was expecting is I was going to have to find one thing and own that. And that is not the culture there at all. The, the, the culture of the campus is they want as many people involved in as many organizations as possible. And what I love about that is that's where you grow. That's where you, you know, learn how that there's people different than you and there's different thought than you and that's okay. And, and, you know, I love that. Well, absolutely. And you were, so your band, choir, track and field, you, you were a part of the Loris Players. You were also part of the Health Science Club. So it's not yeah. like you were kind of sitting around doing nothing. You were, you were extremely active on campus. I mean, that's a full slate. Did you find that easy to manage? I mean, at the same time, you're pursuing your degree in communications. So, yeah, I think it actually helped keep me organized. You know, when you're busy, you have to find time as to when you're going to do those studies and when you're going to do all these other things. And I think being busy actually kept me from being a procrastinator. So, you know, everybody's different, but that's what worked for me. Okay. And so did you have that same experience your sister did where you kind of really felt welcomed and kind of surrounded by people like everybody, hey, Sarah, like that type of, that type of experience. I did. Yeah. I did. And, and, you know, she was much more studious than I was. I'm a lot more social. Um, and so, you know, I felt like when I got there, it was a multiplier, you know, absolutely loved it. Um, I, there, there wasn't really an educator or a spiritual leader or someone. And I also worked in the administration office. Like I, I felt like I, I kind of knew everybody. Um, and that was very comforting to me. Okay. So when you, kind of look back through that I mean what stands out through those those four years at Loris what really kind of what what are the memories that really stand out that like yeah this is this is what the Loris experience is really all about yeah I think uh always having someone to talk to I love that feeling of um being able to be vulnerable with with leadership there um and that no one was going to hold it against you or judge you for it. Um, I love that experience. I, I love the experience of failure. Um, when I was on the track team, I, you know, was asked like, want to be a heptathlete? Want to try that? Um, you know, never thrown a javelin, never had done, you know, half of those things. And, you know, I failed. And just the fact that, um, it, even though it was a, a failure in, in the execution, it wasn't a failure in the learning, right? Right. Um, you know, you try something, you have a fast failure, and you know, maybe maybe I should just be a four hundred hurdler. <laughs> <laughs> I think the other thing too is the friendships. You know, um, uh, you can't underestimate what it's like. You can't underestimate the experience of being in a dorm room or, you know, in a, in a living situation with other people, the conversations that you have late at night or early in the morning or during an afternoon break, um, there's a lot of sharing and growth there and learning. I think that was special. And then just, you know, being in the field house, you know, playing in the band in the field house, all of that you know, rumbling and excitement and basketball games and a rock bowl. And I mean, there's just always so much going on, right? 
um, it's not a sleepy campus. I mean, there's always something going on. And, you know, it was, it was educational, but also very entertaining for me. Nice. Nice. So you, you go through your four years and you move on, start your career. And in 2009, you end up at Univision. And talk to me a little bit about what your Univision experience has been like, because you've been there ever since. Yeah, I've been there a long time. Prior to that, I was with um, English language media properties, ABC, CBS, NBC. And at, at one point, I, I kind of took a step back and said, I can't sell another commodity. Like, how can I have purpose in my life? How can I do something that sets up the generation now and the generations for the future for my kids? And everything kept pulling me towards Hispanic. You know, fastest growing population. Now it's birth rate feeling the population. It's not um, immigration, you know, and everything. I'm like, okay, so how can I do that? And also still hone the skills that I have. And I did a lot of thinking for about a year. And I decided that I wanted to take those skills to Univision, that empowering this community by introducing new brands and services that we're not talking to them through entertaining ways like sports and, and news and, 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 and music would be my next calling. And that that would not only help today's economy, but also help the economy of the future for my kids and my grandkids. And so mission-based was everything to me. And that's why I've stayed at Univision so long because of the impact that we're able to make, whether it's politics, <laughs> whether it's financial services, you know, whether it's retail, it's, it's, it's important and uh, it's impactful. Sure. Well, and it feels like I'm, it's leading into my next question, just that your answer, but I mean, this is a Laura's podcast. So yeah. And as, a, as most do Hawks, when they come through here, they know that their experience at Loris really kind of informs and shapes and stays with them beyond graduation. So for you, especially, you know, talking about Univision and, and the kind of your philosophy with that, what lessons from your time at Loris have really, really pertain to what you're doing today? You know, I think it's, it's, um, you know, the, the, the moral compass of a Catholic education and, um, you know, caring for people a little bit more than you care for yourself. Um, you know, Loris also teaches empathy. And I think all of those things helped me come to that realization that year that, uh, you know, a paycheck wasn't enough anymore, right? And that uh, I needed to do something that that made a difference along with the paycheck. Can't can't you know? Can't can't disagree with the paycheck. But I, I think you know the best advice that I could give somebody, um, and I'll probably use in the commencement speech next year is, you got to find something you love and figure out a way to get paid for it. Sure. Sure. <laughs> yeah. One way or another, that, that money is a, is a factor, but yeah, absolutely. I, I 100% agree with you. And Laura's helps with that. They help mold the type of person you're going to be when you leave the institution. And um, that molding just doesn't happen the day you leave. It happens throughout your life. Okay. So like I mentioned before, you're senior vice president of business development. So what is it that you currently, what's your current role at Univision? 
So I oversee um, about 13 vice presidents that are charged with unlocking brands that don't speak to our audience and culture and language. There's about um, 400 brands that are assigned to my team to unlock in a given year. And uh, in addition to that, I oversee all automotive ad sales for the company. Um, that's local television, radio, uh, network television, digital, you know, any, anywhere a dollar can be expressed in auto, um, I also oversee. So it's, it's, a, it's a sales role um, and it's uh, very impact, impactful for the, for the organization because we are the d- demand generation team. We create demand. So, so you've you yeah, a full plate as a student, a full plate now in your career too. So yeah. you're in, no breaks for you. No, no. <laughs> no <it's not. laughs> well, so you've been yeah, even since you graduated, you've st- you've stayed remain. You've I should say you've remained active with Laura. So you uh, were recently a member of the National Alumni Board. And this past year, you were invited and uh, named to the Board of Regents. So what yeah. was it? What was it like for you to receive that phone call to inviting you to join the board? Well, actually, President Collins was in New York, and uh, I uh, pre-pandemic, uh, I was living two weeks uh, a month in New York and two weeks here in California. Um, I'm not doing that again, but uh, <laughs> I, was, I was in New York. Um, he was visiting with, with another student and uh, asked if we could uh, have some alone time. And, and so we went and, and had lunch, I think it was, or breakfast. And he, he asked, you know, if I would be interested in joining the board. And, you know, I had just started this new job. I wasn't sure. Um, and what I love about President Collins is he said, just give it some thought for a few months, even a year. And I, I love that because it gave me time to also slowly re-engage in a different level with the college. I would check in more often. I would see what was happening. You know, I was excited when Sergio Perez was, was hired um, to oversee DE&I. Like I was seeing these changes that I really loved. I loved, and then once I saw that, 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 that Loris was going to become the first accredited HSI, Hispanic Serving Institution, in the state of Iowa, then all of a sudden between Sergio and that, and where I was with Univision, all the stars seemed to align. And I felt like I could make a difference in, in, you know, getting Hispanics to see Loris as an option, growing Loris at the same time, doing empowerment, you know, doing things with Sergio, like everything just seemed to come together. And uh, I said, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so now that you've said yes, and you remember, what is it now kind of reflecting back? What does it, what does it mean to you to, to play such an important role in your alma mater at this point? Um, it's really important. It, it goes back to, you know, why I left and came to Univision, you know, why I'm doing the Board of Regents is, is I, I want to make a difference in some way, shape, or form. You know, the, the board has done such amazing, impactful work. Um, it, it's a huge responsibility to come in. And when I know that others who have brought Loris where it is today and President Collins will be moving out to take on that responsibility. 
Um, but I take it seriously and it's been overwhelming to see how much behind the work, behind the scenes work happens at Loris. And I, I now understand that the way it is, isn't by accident. All those great things I got to experience, all the great things that all these new students get to experience is because of all this planning and all this thought leadership that happens behind the scenes. You know, yeah. like years of planning in the future and, and planning for the now and dealing with things now. It's, it's really quite impressive what this organization accomplishes. And now you get to be a part of it, which is even be better. Yeah. 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 All right. So it's now, great. yeah. So uh, if, after all that, now I get, now you get the two hardest questions I have for you. Oh boy. <laughs> so the first one, they're not really that hard. It's just going <laughs> to, it's going to seem like I'm putting you on a spot a little bit, but Bring so it on, Robert. when you look back, what, what memories, um, is there a memory or a person or people or anything that really stands out as being, you know, this is, this was uniquely Loris and something I treasure having, having had this experience or having this relationship or. Yeah, I'd say there's two. What, what the Stribblings did with the theater um, company there uh, was life-changing for me to be able to have their stewardship and guidance and the productions that they put on and how they managed it like a business. Like you felt you were part of a troupe, a real live troupe in New York City on Broadway. Um, that was, that was life-changing for me. Uh, I would say the other thing is I met my husband there. Oh. Well, yeah, that's an important relationship. <laughs> sure. <yeah. laughs> that, that's, that, 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 that's one that's 27 years strong. Um, <laughs> But, but I would say, you know, the, the first thing that comes to mind is, is the striplings. Um, okay. Miss them terribly. And their impact on my life while I was there was, was um, pretty amazing. Okay. So question number two. So if you had to summarize Loris in, in a word, what's the word that really stands out? And, and I'll cheat and give you a couple words if you need it, but you're a communications person. You can come up with one. Right? <laughs> uh, yeah, gonna, what's the one word that really summarizes Loris to you? I'm going to use my inner Latina, <laughs> even though I'm half black and half Irish. And I'm going to say fantastical. Explain that to me. What, why, what is it about? What about that word? What really sums it up through that word? Everything's fantastic. Okay. The level of education is fantastic. The level of love is fantastic. The uh, liturgy that happens on campus is fantastic. The, uh, the sportsmanship and the excitement around sports is fantastic. Everything's fantastic. Yeah, and the I, campus just gets better and better every single day. And you know what? These students, the students that come out of there and the students that, that I've had the joy of meeting in this past year, these are just fantastic, loving, you know, accomplished, uh, caring, empathetic human beings. I mean, it, and you know, the world is gonna be lucky to hire them. And I attribute that not only to their self-being, but also to what Loris has done to craft these people to be, you know, exceptional individuals. Okay, and 
Fantastico it is. I love it. Fantastical. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> well, Sarah, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me and kind of give you give some background about your Loris experience. And I know we'll be talking to you again in the in the future, but for now, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks for the opportunity, Robert. Absolutely. Thanks. And, and I also want to thank our producer, Trent Hanselman. And thank you, everyone, who listened to in, into our discussion. For more podcasts, as well as Loris news and features, be sure to visit the Loris Daily website at daily.loris.edu. And while you're there, feel free to sign up for email notifications so you don't miss out on anything happening at Loris. We hope you'll join us next time for another Dewhawk Digest. Until then, take care of yourselves and each other. And go Dewhawks! Hawks.